Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 125 of the Two Sweet Podcast. We got a lot going on today. Our SummerSlam preview. Uh, we're talking AEW Dynamite, Ric Flair. He was in AAA. He was possibly on a train. Uh, the nature Boy, they don't call him the Nature Boy for nothing. We're about to hop into all of that. You can find me at LinkedR. You can find us, excuse me, at LinkedR.ee slash Too Sweet Pie. And on Twitter as well at Too Sweet Pie. So, where are we going first? I say let's let's go ahead and get SummerSlam up out the way. I got Revenant R joining us. Got Marie Shadows in the building. Ah, so you guys ready to hop into some SummerSlam? Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I have an announcement to make. Uh, as we hop into SummerSlam, Roman Reigns is no longer my tribal chief. Um, <laughs> I watched him and Cena, and man, John Cena just destroyed this man on the mic. And I had the nerve to say that Roman Reigns would win a face-to-face battle. Which we're, we're starting this thing off with Cena Roman. Who you guys got winning? And uh, what did you think about last week? Um, I have Cena winning because, you know, even though he just came back and obviously he hasn't been putting in the work, but overall he's been the savior of WWE, um, you know, he hit him with, like, all the facts. Now it's time for Roman to really show Cena that he doesn't need him and that he doesn't need the Usos if, you know, when he go one-on-one. Right. I think that it would be beneficial if Heyman does not accompany Roman to the ring and or the Usos, um, you know, accompany Roman to the ring. So that Roman, if he does win, it will be a legit win and it will be like, well, Cena, you still talk that same shit even years ago, but I'm a whole different Roman Reigns and this is why. But I'm still going to be pulling for John Cena. Alright. Uh, John Cena to, to break the record, huh? I'm, I'm okay with it now. I'm okay with it. I wasn't okay with it before. Like, if you would have asked her a couple years ago about this, I would have been like, no, Rick Flair is the be-all, end-all of being 16-time world champ. But I'm okay with it now. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 the, the, let, let, let Rick Flair have it. Let Nate have it. That's how I feel on it. Uh, Revenant, what you got, man? Man, I've seen a winning back. Really? Wow. I got John winning because honestly, dude has been working his, his, you know, he's been working his ass off yes. since 2002. And being in Hollywood hasn't really, really dust off the cobwebs for him, but at least, but at least he can still back it up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Still big match, John. Big match. So you got Cena winning. Uh, for me, man, I got the 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 formal tribal chief winning this match, man. I think Roman. I'm gonna get ready for the fall and the winter of Roman because I think he, he gonna hold on to this thing all the way to, to WrestleMania next year. That's what I think's going down. Ah, uh, that's the plan, though. Yep. 
which might be unfortunate because I'm one of those viewers that love stories and love a good chase. This obviously needs something fresh to make sure that Roman is everything that he says. That when Heyman is there, you know, you meet like you mean it and you feel it that he is your tribal chief, right? So imagine if he did lose to Cena. Um, you know, the belt, and then all of a sudden chases Cena and gets the belt back. It'll mean that much more only because you know that Roman can now compete on the level that WWE wants him to. And it's not just a WWE cookie, uh, cookie cutter per se, you know? Right, right. I agree with that. And yeah, the only problem I would have is the Ric Flair thing. That, that's it. That's it. Nevertheless, we move on to Goldberg versus Lashley, and man, people were hyping this up to be Lashley and Lesnar. Like we already had that pencil in. I guess uh, Brock was like, "Nah, I'm good." So we got Goldberg, and uh, who you guys got winning uh, in this one? Lashley. Yeah, I I'm down with that as well. Uh, like. Goldberg. I was gonna say sorry, sorry to cut you off, but um, actually, <laughs> only because like it'll be interesting to see if Biggie will cash in on Lashley, or you know, if Goldberg wins, Biggie could cash in on Goldberg as well. But I, you know, in my heart, want Lashley. Um. As much as Goldberg is, you know, part of the business and he made, uh, you know, a name for himself, and he is, he's like, you know, one of, uh, I don't want to say one of the best, but like, you know, he's out there. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that it works unless, like, he's going to do a full-time schedule rather than a part-time schedule. That ain't happening. That yeah. ain't happening. Uh, and and I, I, I got to say, Big E is not in possession of the Money in the Bank briefcase. Bum Corbin, <laughs> Bum Corbin can cash in. If you're looking for a cash in, ma'am, Bum Corbin, that's gonna Which be your. Makes no sense. Did you just steal from him? Yeah. He just stole it. <laughs> no, it's it's numb, but I was killing myself laughing. Corbin, Bum is Corbin. My man Corbin actually, actually stole the, actually stole the money the bank last week. Come on, Biggie. I mean, come on now. Come on now, man. You can't do what brother like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran out of there like Usain Bolt. The, the dude was gone. He was gone. Um, Even if Biggie is a Man, even if <laughs> 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 can't do that, man. You spending money. You can't do that. I mean, I mean, uh, Baron Corbin is down on you know he's down bad. Um, <laughs> he's doing whatever he can, but you know he cashes it in. It's gonna be like, yo, it's, it's invalid. Are are you happy? <laughs> like, is this a transformation? Oh man, I don't know what's going on with contracts these days. Cena's still in contracts, he's putting his name on it. Baron Corbin's still in the money in the bank. I don't know. Nevertheless, I got Lashley winning. I'm with y'all. Um, next up, we got almost the superhero Nikki uh, versus Charlotte. 
versus Rhea Ripley. Man, this this build, huh, man. I wanted to give this Nikki thing a chance, but they just have made her so weak. Rematch after rematch, if she loses on the go home show. Who do you guys have winning? Man, I, I have Nikki actually winning. Anyway, Nikki winning. Um, I do too. On on the basis of, I don't want to see Rhea with the championship because um, you know, ever since she came up from NXT, I think the pressure of being on the main roster has not allowed her to be herself and allow her to bloom into what Rhea Ripley is supposed to be. Because now it feels like a lot more, um, uh, it, a lot more character so i just can't get behind her and then obviously you know i respect charlotte you know so much but i just don't want to see her with the belt you know right now she doesn't really need it she has all the star power from everything else that she does she doesn't yes. need the belt right now so i think that in order for nikki to actually get over and accomplish the character that she wants because this is all on her it's not even a wwe um creative thing it's a nikki thing so let nikki right. play out the dream and let her keep the belt and see what happens i am with that like if you if you gonna go with nikki if you're gonna let her let her uh live out a character like like booker strongly but she has to get the win here or else like this is the big moment uh for the character like you don't get the win here like there's no need to go back to the character so i say let her get the win here i'm with you guys nikki yeah, wins yeah, I also want to add on too is that um, this is this is something different. This is where WWE can take a page from Marvel and DC. Like you know, we know, like we had Hurricane. You know, Hurricane was a cool character. We yeah. had you know my, uh, Mighty Molly, which was a cool character. But like now we have Nikki in 2021 playing a superhero character. And, and I think you said before that she was losing on the Go Home shows, right? Yeah, she lost on the on a on a Go Home show to to, to Rhea Ripley. Okay, so basically to make her stronger, right? To make her a superhero stronger character. If she keeps losing, it'll be okay because then she can do vignettes of talking to herself and trying to get that self-confidence back. And that could relate to a lot of people out there because sometimes you have to fall like a thousand times in order to realize that those failings and those fallings help you get to where you're going to. And then it's going to be a bigger payoff. Or we could go the road way and call them chaos. And the more losses that she has, she could definitely turn to the dark side and see what we could do. There's a lot of endless possibilities with this and it's so powerful that I don't want them to be to fail on it. And even if people at live events are booing her? Stop talking. Like this is her thing. Let's see what happens. Let's see which way we can take it. I'm yeah, I'm, let, I'm let, with let, that. Let, let me say let me say something. Let me say something about that. Now now honestly now honestly everybody everybody's been, you know, going about this whole Nikki ASH thing and and giving their two cents about this. Like really she definitely needs a a mentor in the whole superhero game in more ways than one and that's where Hurricane Shan Helms comes in now that could be a good thing now there needs to be a secret identity to to Nikki ASH instead of you know just a character right there needs to be, that, that would be pretty good I mean take for example Gregory Helms take for example 
exclusive reporter Gregory Helms. He he definitely, you know, came out in a good way. Not just not just with the hurricane, you know, gimmick, but Hurricane himself, Hurricane Shane Helms, absolutely came out on top when he returned, not just to ECW, but to WWE as a whole, which He's he's had his stint in wrestling for, I don't know how many years, but he's been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot for for the wrestling companies, you know, as of of his tenure, but everybody knows, everybody knows that that he's been remembered as the guy who would make make anybody, anybody laugh with, you know, (laughs) Yes, indeed. I mean, uh, come and, on! I mean, come on! It, it it really makes sense for 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 Shane Helms to to you know put on the mask one more time and help and help Nikki Ash in becoming a proper superhero. That 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 would I wouldn't be against that at all. Uh, nevertheless, Nikki really needs this win, and uh, I guess we'll see how that turns out as we move on. Uh, to the next women's title match, Sasha Banks, always a villain, versus Bianca Belair. Um, now, the, I heard a report that they're not 100% sure that this match is going to go down because this match has been pulled from house shows and, well, for no reason. And that gets you to wondering, is, you know, is there COVID protocols going on? What's happening? I hope it goes down. If it does, uh, you got to have Bianca Belair win here. I would not hate it if Sasha Banks won, but Bianca Belair is still on the come up, still trying to legitimize the title reign. Uh, this is another big moment for her. And I got Bianca. Who you guys got here? Yeah, I got Bianca too. Um, I think I want more of uh, Sasha chasing Bianca because that's how they're both going to elevate themselves and the division and um, the belt. Um, if we give it to Sasha, it might take a little bit of downhill, not because of her skill or anything, but because we're right in the uh, better uh, momentum so high that it's like, you know, keep it on her for a little while longer. Yes. So I uh, Bianca winning this one. Okay. Okay. I have Bianca winning as well because honestly, it needs to make sense, and I'm saying this for me because really, it needs it needs to be said. Bianca is well. She she needs this W. She needs this win for for so many reasons because a lot of people because a lot of people will definitely a lot of people will definitely you know make sense about it. Yes, but but yeah, but yeah, I can understand. I can understand why why people would would get would get annoyed with you know Sasha Banks having having the championship and uh, and um, and everything. But I think uh, Sasha's at the point where Marie made Charlotte like Charlotte doesn't need the belt. I think Sasha doesn't really need it as well. No, 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 God no. <laughs> the weird thing, the weird thing is, you know, with 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 Bianca being married to Ken, aka Montez Ford. I love Montez. I love the guy because really, he, he, he's not only entertaining, but he knows how to put on a damn show, man. He knows put on how to put show. on a damn show. You get the fans on their feet. 
mean, I mean, literally with the YouTube, with the YouTube stuff, I, I highly recommend you know just checking out, just checking out some of Bianca's you know videos, and and that's a shameless plug. So, you know, <laughs> Bianca, if you watch this. That, that that's a shameless plug in your YouTube channel, and hopefully you win the women's championship again. Hopefully you retain, and best of luck to you. All right. I want to add on too that um, because I just I just thought of this right. So you know how like we've been talking about the same women and the same title pictures and stuff like that, and there might be one uh other factor like you know Nikki having the belt like she's the other factor but um you know those those women tag team titles um I think it's time for like the top women of the company that we keep seeing like Charlotte and and Sasha should you know start building up the tag team division because right now in my head I'm like we keep talking about the same women every single month when it comes to a pay-per-view and I think right. it's a disservice, like, overall, because it's like, how many times as a woman are you going to be women's champion? Why are you not going for tag team? Why are you not trying for something else? Why are you not trying for something fresh? Like, how much longer can you go after one championship title without feeling stale, you know? So I think that if um, Sasha doesn't get to win here... Um, turn Sasha over to you know the tag team department. Get her with a good a good woman that can match her energy and stuff, and damn, take over the, the tag team division. Yeah, not just, not just I mean, that, not just that, not just that. But come on, man! If you were to have two of the two out of the two out of the other two of the of the, of the four horse women, you would have Charlotte and Sasha. You know, make sense of it all. But not only that, but come on, really, it, it makes sense because we really need, we really need fresh blood. We really need fresh blood in in the tag team division because the NXT, because NXT's tag team division is skyrocketing, not just with the women's division, but with the men's division too. Yeah, and I mean, I, like I, I made the point with the Riot Squad. Like, why don't you have the titles on them? And then uh, Ruby gets released. Like, it seems like they don't put enough emphasis on the, on the women's tag team titles, and that, that's a shame. Um, but on the women um, themselves too you know it's the same story it's the same thing like you know I give them all the respect in the world to do with what WWE gives them but if WWE is not going to allow them to be themselves and to tell their stories then you know it's going to feel that way right right agreed as we move on to the intercontinental champion excuse me united states championship boy where am i at today sheamus versus damian priest uh i gotta say i've enjoyed this feud and man do i expect a hard hitting match uh sheamus really just got back and into wrestling since the injury but i want to see damian priest get the win here and that's who i think will get the win who do you guys have here i got damian i got damian priest on this uh, damian as well. all right uh agreed all the way around damian priest your new united states champion uh, so we move on. The Mysterios, where is JP at today? He, this is his time. 
<laughs> Ray and Dom versus the Usos for the tag team championships of the world. And man, oh Dom, I've really come around to Dom. Like at first, I kind of looked at him, oh, that's just Ray's son. But he's doing his thing. And I expect this to be a really fun match. Everybody keeps saying uh, they, they're waiting on the Dom heel turn, but I don't think that's going to happen. I got the Usos winning. Who you got? Man, I, man personally, as as we were pretending to, to the Mysterio thing, like, like Ray, Ray is definitely going to be passing a torch to the Prince Mysterio thing because he, because he has the, uh, because he has the full fit, the full fledged, uh, trademark and everything. Personally, I, I think, I think it's more of a, a good point to, you know, not just, not just have Ray and, and Dominic turn heel and try to open and try to and try to open that door of the LWO, but having but having you know some of the some of the uh, some of the luchadors involved from Raw and SmackDown, you know, be involved with, with them, like like really, it, it needs to make sense because Kalisto Kalisto was gone. You have you still have Grand Metal League. You still have you know some of the others. But we, but we definitely need, we definitely need, you know, an LWO faction or or some type of faction within post within post, you know, WWE for for the Mysterios. Right. Even if even right. even even with the tenure that that Rey Mysterio had before before he put put up the mask. Right. Uh yeah. Go ahead. You got it. So you know. I have nothing against the Mysterios. They're amazing. <laughs> um, I feel a bit. It's because, of, you know, my, my pick would be the Usos just based on story. I don't see the Usos giving up their championship titles just yet. Um, I do think that uh, because the Mysterios already won the championship titles, and if we know WWE, they might not give them a second run at it. So it was just like, you know, oh, you know, father and son got it. Woohoo! All right, right. guys. The Usos are going to, like, uh, keep it um, on SummerSlam. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's exactly, and we'll probably get rematch after rematch after rematch, uh, keeping yeah. keeping up. But moving on, we have going to stick with the tag titles: AJ Styles and Almost versus RK Bro. And oh, Lord, Riddle gets on my nerves. I'm sorry, <laughs> I could be on an island on that one. But uh, nevertheless, he begged Randy Orton and they're back together. My goodness. I got RK Bro winning the tag team championships. If you're gonna go all the way with them, then go all the way with them. Who you got? Uh, I need uh, AJ and his partner to retain. Um, I could care less about RK Bro. Randy Orton did not need to be paired with Matt Riddle. And I just personally do not like the guy at all. Me either. So, you know, <laughs> Um, it's just because, you know, I've, I've been on the indies and all that shit, so, like, you know, the stuff that I know, nah, like, personally, I just don't like fucking Riddle. Um, so, anyway, um, AJ and his partner, Ben, was Tane. Yes. Man, man, AJ and Almost, I, I got, I got, I got two stars and Almost retaining because, honestly, it, it's like, like, just the 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 annoyance, the annoyance, and and the constant irritation, and I can speak from experience with the with the annoying and the, and the with the annoyance and irritation of 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 certain things, which which periodically in my own life I can be irritating and annoying. 
But come on, seriously, it, it, t- it takes a kick with Riddle. It takes a kick with Riddle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, he's like he's like a damn child. He's like a damn child. He's like a he's like a man child to be to be honest. I mean, at least put some respect on the man child persona, man. <laughs> but don't play, but don't be but don't be a damn stoner while, while you're doing it. Really, right. Don't, uh, be damn, don't be a damn stoner while you're doing it, man. I mean, I mean, Rob can do that. Rob, Rob Van Dam is is the best stoner wrestler. I guess he, he's the goat. He 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 all the faces on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> of yeah. yeah. Plus, plus Rob Van Dam actually advocates, you know, not just for weed, but but he actually but he actually owns, you know. A dispensary, so, yes. so, there's, so there's that. Like, like really, don't don't be don't be doing that. Don't be doing don't be doing old stoner gimmick and tr- and trying to you know advocate for RK Pro because because really because really at the end of the day, Randy's just going to betray Riddle at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel that as well. Eventually, it'll go down that line again, and uh, I guess we'll see how it turns out. Um, we'll see. I expect a good match. Uh, but RK Bro winning that, yeah, I'm sick of Riddle too. But I, I think they pull it off as we move on. We got a, a legitimate dream match: Edge versus Seth Rollins. And I got to say, behind this, either might be slightly behind Cena Roman or on the same path as Cena Roman as my favorite story. Uh, SummerSlam might be better than Edge Rollins. They told the story of uh, Rollins uh, not finishing the job on Edge all those years ago. I expect a four or five star match here. This is the one that Edge finally wins. I got Edge winning. Who you got? And I got winning because really the, the build up, the build up has been has been seething. The build up has been seething ever since. Ever since the announcement back in Money in the Bank, I mean, come on, really? You have you have, you have Black, you have Tyler Black, aka Seth Rollins, going nuts. You have Seth Rollins, you know, doing everything that he can to get to get his championship back, to get to get his Universal Championship back. And I'm like, Seth really, Seth really is is obsessed with with trying with trying to beat, you know. Adam Copeland, aka Edge, and I'm like, and I'm like, Edge really needs, Edge really does need a victory, or or Tyler Black needs a victory. It, it really, it really depends on who you're pulling for. But for me, I'm I'm pulling all the way to Edge because Edge really needs to shut Rollins up. Yeah, plain and simple. Yes, plain and fucking simple, man. <laughs> Um, I have uh, Edge winning just because, but we also have to look at it this way. If Edge wins, what's happening tomorrow? Is he going to show up tomorrow? You know, on um, what, on Friday or Monday? Whatever. If he's going to show up tomorrow, but Edge is picking up the win against Seth Rollins just because, but we also have to keep in mind if he's going to show up on, on the next um that is a fantastic point the old guy can't get the win and just leave off into the wilderness i feel you on that um as we move on oh my god we go from the story i'm most interested in to the story i'm least interested in alexa bliss 
versus Eva Marie. And this has been a whole story of Dewdrop being scared of Lily. And God, every everyone in this whole story is just brought down. Alexa Bliss, Piper is brought down, Eva is brought down. Nevertheless, I got Eva Marie picking up the uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna give it to Alexa Bliss. She's gonna use her scare tactics to win. Who do you have for? Yeah, I got Alexa Bliss on this because really it's, it's actually funny. It's actually funny that 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 the whole charm of of Alexa of Alexa Bliss's character, her evil character, you know, the manipulation and Lily, you know, not just being a possessed doll, but actually being a a somewhat of a possessed doll that that has a mind of her that has a mind of its own and literally. And literally, like staring the living crap out of Dewdrop, like, like really, that's funny. <laughs> and boys are one because because not only not only with Dewdrop, not only with Reggie, not only with you know Nia Jax, but but swear to God, scaring the living crap out of Shayna Baszler all those years ago, like 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 a couple of months ago, and, and I'm like honestly, that, that's just funny in more ways than one. It's funny because because you know. You ne- you would never see this kind of thing happen. I mean, it's happened before, but not like this. Right? Like, not like this. Yeah. And- I mean, I mean, Warrior Ultimate Warrior pulled the same thing with Hulk Hogan in WCW years ago. Yeah. Yes, back in <laughs> WCW, and now and now we dealing and now we dealing with the same thing, and now we dealing with the the same kind of treatment, the same kind of scare tactics with with Alexa Bliss. And, and you know her her various picks of, of superstars and she wants to scare right um, um, I have Alexa Bliss going over just because right right uh, scare tactics Alexa Bliss uh, I think everybody's kind of exasperated by this one <laughs> so Alexa Bliss all around we'll move on to Drew McIntyre final match of, of predictions Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal I don't have any, anything against the storyline, but Sword. Look, I, I can't get into Drew McIntyre in the Sword unless he goes full trunks, Dragon Ball Z. I need you to stab somebody. Like, stop playing around. Do it. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> It's kind of like they, they had going full super saiyan rage, going full super freaking saiyan. Oh my god! You, you, <laughs> dude, you pulling a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing out of the hat. Even though Ronda Rousey has stated multiple times that she likes Dragon Ball Z and she likes, you know, Vegeta and Christian. Even, even though we just, even though we just got the new chapter of Dragon Ball Super with Vegeta in his instant in his instinct of conquer uh form and that I have was the reason and, and that was the reason why that Vegeta was, was was trending on Twitter but for all the wrong reasons and people were and people what? were people were going after Akira Akira Toriyama because of the Vegeta thing. Right. And uh <sighs> McIntyre, man, the sword, Mahal. I gotta, I, you know what? This one here, this one is the most tricky one for me 
because Jinder Mahal needs the victory if if if, if I'm booking it. I'm gonna give it to Jinder Mahal. Who you guys got? I'm giving it to Jinder as well because honestly, he, 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 de- he, he desperately needs a W, man. He desperately needs that W. Um, I'm gonna go with Jinder as well, only because you had mentioned that uh, Drew McIntyre needs to go full on trunks. So, like, <laughs> I want this. I want this chase to happen, right? I want Jinder to win, and Drew McIntyre continues to go until he finally gets his trunks moment. <laughs> they can, they can edit that somehow. They, they got Rey Mysterio's eye to pop out. They can edit it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, come on! You, you put an anime references in. In in wrestling with Austin Creed and up up down down, you put video game references with 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 the New Day. Video games, anime, and wrestling go hand, hand in hand. hand. There you go. <laughs> That's probably the most creative thing I've ever heard. Let 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 Drew McIntyre this trunks moment. Yes, please. We want it. Please, please do, please do it for me. Please tag me and two small. Oh man, full trunks. As we move on, we're gonna jump into a little bit of dynamite, not the whole show, but um. We started off last night, AEW Dynamite, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston coming down, wild thing, and as it would turn out, 2.0 wasn't having it, they attacked Eddie Kingston uh, and John Moxley, and we had 2.0 versus Sting and Narby, and what was a pretty fun match, the crowd was going wild, I'm not a big fan of Sting, no selling table spots. Nevertheless, Sting Darby picked up the win. What did you guys think? Oh, the, the instant return has brought back so many memories for me back in the TNA stint with Sting, with the icon Sting, and dear God, it makes it makes a lot of sense because having Tony Schiavone, I love Tony. I, I, I love Schiavone. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. But I love it when he, when he says Sting. I, I just love it when he, when he goes that far. But yes. I swear to God, I swear to God, the, the table spot was was undeniably a no sell, and, and, for, and for at least a good reason because because of it. Because you know, it, it, it was his return to the ring for twenty plus years, even in the tag match, even having a young, even having a young, a young upstart, a young stinger like. Darby, yeah, who, 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 des- who, who definitely puts his body on the line, you know, not just oh god, yes. I mean, I mean, come on, Darby, Darby definitely, you know, needs his redemption, and and if we see Sting and Darby go after go after the tag team titles, oh, oh, oh man, that'd be pretty cool. That be legendary though. That be legendary though because shout out to my nephew Braden, love you kid. Literally, he, literally, my nephew Braden absolutely loves Darby. Absolutely loves Darby. That is really cool, man. That's um, really cool. So, I didn't manage to catch uh, I was on uh, someone else's uh, podcast yesterday. Oh, so okay. I, thought, but I did see the clip. 
of what, of what we're talking about, right? Yeah. And immediately, I tweeted out, yo, it's indie stink. Yo, it's stink, <laughs> stink transformed into indie stink. Because that's what happens on the indies, man. You take a bump for a day when you get back to play with the happy, you get back to the And I was like, yo. <laughs> So, like, throughout the years of Sting, right? We're gonna, Sting is the only wrestler that's gonna have an asterisk next, next to his name. People are gonna be like, what does that mean? So, we went from Surface Sting to NWO Sting to Wolfpack Sting to Icon Sting to Joker Sting. Yeah. And now, number six, it's Indy Sting. Indy Sting. Can I, but the icing on the cake was the double scorpion death drop. Yeah. Okay, I'll pop for that. The double scorpion death drop, double scorpion death lock. Oh my god, that, that has never been done. I'll double pop. scorpion death lock has never been done. What the hell? I'll pop for that. And can I just say that every time Sting gets into the ring, I become a little stinger? Because that is my all-time favorite. First thing I remember about wrestling, Sting trying to fight the Four Horsemen. That's my first memory of wrestling. Oh, man. So, yeah, always happy to see the Stinger. Always happy. Um, As we move on, man, the first hour of Dynamite was probably the best first hour of this whole year. Uh, Spears, Sean Spears versus Sammy Guevara. Man, this is a hell of a match. What's up? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I just joined here and What's I'm up, man? getting the gist of your 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 space thing here. Um, a lot of people forget Sean Spears has been in WWE twice. Yeah. Yep. Um, at this point, I have to say his career is the best I've seen him. In 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 AEW and in, 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 in or, organization. Currently in AEW. Yes. Yes. He, I'm seeing the best Sean Spears of all time right now. Yeah. He, yeah. I have to agree. I have to agree because Sean Spears, in and of itself, even though he's Canadian as well, along with along with Sean but I'm not saying that because I'm biased. I'm saying that. I, I know. I know. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean because because really the 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 context of what of what Sean Spears had said though his promo was was completely was completely uncalled for in character, but when it works for his character, like like really, you know like Sammy, you know, doing his proposal before before Dynamite and, and you know and, you know, that was that was a very good indication of of a good of a good, you know direction towards the match that we had, you know, with with Sammy actually picking up the victory, thus not only getting a good luck kiss before the match, but also after the match. It's like, it's like, and it makes sense. I, I, I don't know if these guys noticed this, but I noticed that Sean Spears, and I gotta mention Chris Jericho in this part of the conversation also, that they are both probably the best people to put other people over in a match. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would like to see Sean Spears pick up a few more wins, but he, he, he is money. Like, if you need a good match, if you need a great match, and it's like, we need somebody out there 
Sean Spears is a great candidate. Can I just mention that 630 that, that Sammy did to where he had to adjust mid-air was just sick, man. It was sick. And a lot of spots here in this match were sick. Sammy Guevara picks up the win. And the crowd was just on fire. On fire, man. Houston, Houston in and of itself was just, was just a lightning bolt waiting to happen. I mean, even I mean, even with even with almost the victory with with Jurassic Express, that match in and of itself was was bonkers to an extent. But but literally, as as I go to the main event, you have MJF. Let's 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 touch on Bucks and Jungle Express, and then we can go to uh, MJF and Jericho. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks, and Jungle Express. This was another just crazy match to where they legitimately had me thinking, oh man, the Jungle Express is about to win here. That was like three or four times in that match where I thought it was over. Nevertheless, too much interference for my taste. Like the, the I don't like the the whole five people holding the referee for like three, four minutes while the the, the, the spot happens. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, the Bucks pick up the victory. What do you guys think? On that because, you know, to me, it's like, the whole narrative, all that stuff is starting to be done to death. Okay, let's, it's, no. But I, I do agree with, see, mostly in my opinion, like, I'm an old man here. So, you're supposed to make the crowd believe, okay, I'm going to win the match. Okay. That's what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to provide an escape from reality for the people, for the masses and stuff like that. It's right. supposed to be about making the fans happy. Yes. I totally agree with that. And uh, Bucks pick up the victory. It, and I'm just at a point where it's time for the Bucks to lose the belt um, at the next pay-per-view. That, that's where I'm at on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, with Jurassic Express, you know, being being as popular as they are, I mean, you have you have Luke Perry's beloved son, Jack Perry, you know, being over, being over in a good way. I mean, oh yeah, my, my, absolutely plays his theme like like to death on Instagram. Shout out to you guys, but like, but like, come on, it, it makes sense because because. It's so over that, that it's that it's fun that it's fun that the crowd gets in the way. I mean, hell yes, I, the crowd the crowd loves Jungle Boy. When that team hit, they explode, man. They explode. Explode. And I do agree with the thoughts on Jungle Boy. I find that him and Sean Spears are probably two of the most underrated wrestlers there are out there. Oh yes, yes, I totally agree with that. Um, as we move on, speaking of Houston being on fire, MJF versus Chris Jericho, and I joked around last week and yesterday. I said, "Watch, they're gonna sing it a cappella," and I'll be darned if they didn't. I'll be darned if everybody isn't in tune. Singing that the whole way down. That was incredible. Look at this brother Chris Jericho's face, still like. I don't think singing that. I don't think singing that. 
once once too sweet brought up brought up that brought up the uh brought up his tweet I think about I think about yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, you you did it with that without without the without the uh, without the track and without the beat, you did it off the hell. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, it, it works, it works because because honestly, seriously, that that really works in so many ways because we we need a lot more people to, to have to have the uh, to have acapella with whether it's Jungle Boy's theme, whether it's you know Chris Jericho's theme. I mean. Even, even if it's Sean Spears theme, yeah. Josiah Williams, with Josiah Williams, shout out again to, to Josiah after last week. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. We respect you and we are behind you 100%. Yes, indeed. I gotta agree with that. Um, to the match, MJF and Jericho, the crowd was all over Chris Jericho, man. Everything, the line saw, the top rope, Hurricane Rana, all over Jericho. But at the end of the day, MJF picks up the victory. And I remember we had this conversation last week, who should win? And from a storyline perspective, we all said Jericho. But from a overall wrestling perspective, the younger guys should win. And MJF picked up the victory and in a fun match. What did you guys think? So, um... I did. I did check out your tweet, you know, yesterday, and and literally, it, it definitely did make sense. It definitely did make sense because really, most people, most people would say, "Oh, you're putting over, oh, the the, the vet is putting over the young guy, or the or the young guy is putting over the vet." You know, people would would, would start, you know, going all over the place on social media and start and start bashing Chris Jericho, right? Like not putting over, not putting over MJF, but but Jericho. Actually doing the right thing and winning cleanly and putting and putting over and putting over MJF even with Aubrey, you know, you know, having her hands tied with 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 MJF, MJF and, yeah. and, and the ring and then you have and then you have Jericho and Floyd, the the baseball bat. Oh, great, great, great match. The fact that Chris Jericho is probably Chris Jericho and John Spears are probably two of the best people on any roster in any company to put people over. If you want somebody put over, you talk to Sean Spears or Chris Jericho, and it's done. They make him look like a million bucks. What do you want to say about this? All right, so like, like, like I said before, I didn't really see it, so I'm not really too sure on the match. But the finish, I heard that he tapped out, right? Chris Jericho tapped out. So, to me, um, I mean, I would have to see it to experience, like, if it was the right call for him to tap out, but just looking at it from a creative standpoint, right, it kind of takes away from all of the hard work Jericho had to go through in order to get to MJF, right? It does not help him that um, on this last match, Jericho had to tap out to MJF. While MJF can brag to Jericho and said, yeah, I, I made you tap, but it kind of, like, deflates everything that Jericho went through, all the wins that Jericho went through, and I think that it was, like, maybe a knockout. Where like where where basically um, Jericho didn't have to tap, but he got knocked out somehow and ended up uh, the the match had to be stopped and give the the win to MJF. Except for MJF over because he could still brag about it. I just didn't like the fact that they had Jericho tap because then everything else is just like, what's the point of him going through the labors of Jericho? What's the point of that? 
you know? Uh, uh. Well, the thing is, the thing is about that, and I agree with what you're saying, but a lot of people are forgetting that Jericho is in his 50s, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's probably on his way out. Uh, he has a tour date line. Right? Yeah. He has tour dates. Yeah. So that's, I, I could see the tap out doing that because. Okay, he's got tour days with Fozzie, and, like, Fozzie is phenomenal. They have opened up for Daxon. They've opened up for Judas Priest. I mean, you just don't get that overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nevertheless, Chris Jericho tapped out. Uh, I agree with you. A knockout, uh, like a knockout, a UFC-type knockout, that would work for me, too. That would have worked. Imagine, imagine if MJF did the Judas effect on Jericho to knock him out. Well, he he made more sense to me. He did do the Judas effect, but it didn't knock him out. Yeah, he hit him with the Judas effect. Well, why couldn't that be the finisher? Yeah, that that would have been a nice finish. Why why couldn't that be the finish? Right. I mean, he had that. I think he had a tag match with Cody, and that's about it. I mean, as far as I, I think it's the way that. See what it is. You got pretty much all the original four horse. A lot of the original four horsemen in AEW. Right. It's like they're trying to keep the memory of the four horsemen alive. Right. Yeah. Um. It's done. It's over. It's yes. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And yeah, well, yeah, but come on. It, it, it totally makes sense. Once we go on to our next topic, I, I, I say, speaking of the four horsemen, Rick Flair. <laughs> Rick Flair, okay. Y'all want to talk about Rick Flair in AAA, AAA, or Space Mountain? Okay, it was Andrade. Okay, I, I come back from from my from my niece's birthday party, and I forget that AAA uh, was on that night. It was Andrade and um. Kenny Omega, sorry about that. 
Uh, and I see a picture of Ric Flair. As soon as I opened up Twitter, I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then I see Ric Flair. Huh? I'm confused here as to which Ric Flair thing we're talking about. Uh, Andre, when, he, when he accompanied uh, Andrade to the ring. Yeah. Versus okay, Omega. Legendary chops. Yeah, legendary chops to Omega. What did you guys think? Oh my God! Let, let me let me break that down. Let, let me get my let me get my crap out of the way. Oh my God! That, 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 when I saw that, oh my God! When I saw the gym, like like oh my God! That is a huge future father and son moment right there. That is a huge Heck father in law son in law type deal. We we need more of that. Last night, and I, I I have to digress and go back a little bit. When they showed the match between Jericho and MJF, out of nowhere, I'm hearing my daughter, who's 28 years old, and she's singing Chris Jericho's theme song, and I'm going with his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've done a great job, sir. You've done a great job. Man, shout out to your daughter, being a Christian Jericho fan, even even at his age, he's still he's still being the goat that he is. He's still being the greatest of all time that he is. He's still reaching kids, oh, man. Wow. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and well, Kenny Omega picked up a victory, and let me just say that when I was a kid, this player used to call himself the dirtiest player in the game. And uh, well, <laughs> well, I get on Twitter, and Ric Flair is um doing something suggestive on a train. Yeah, no, no. In in the photo, did they notice a doctor bag sitting there? Well, Rick. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> well, Ric Flair, I missed that. Ric Flair denied that it was him, but um, I normally ask, what do you guys think? So, uh, what do you guys think of this? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you good? I don't want my language here. Um, <laughs> you good? You're good. You're good. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's always been able to tie to Rick Flair is him and Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> <laughs> and see, see, I was like, well, if Rick Flair is a limousine ride and jet flying son of a gun, what is he doing on the train? That, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Rick Flair, man. Rick Flair, man. He he is, yeah, he is that dude, and more relevant somehow than than most wrestlers are in 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 the midst of the world. Yeah. 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 And I, I gotta be, I gotta say the funny thing in all of this, I was just scrolling on Twitter, but the ladies were sticking up for Ric Flair. I seen a tweet, Ric Flair is 70 years old, what's y'all's excuse? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ric Flair living his life, man. As as he deserves to live his life the way he wants, the way he needs it. He just he is the man. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's always been doing whatever he wants. Uh, he just obviously slows down on like the drinking and shit, but he's still, you know, the biggest player in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, as we segue, oh, go ahead. As we segue into the final topic of the day. Ah, what a final two. We're going to talk about a few matches from New Japan Resurgence. What a pay-per-view. Ah, man. It was show of the year. It was show of the pay-per-view of the year. I am in the same position as Marie. I am part of the podcast, Wrestle Buddy podcast and all this stuff. And therefore, I'm kind of like... I'm in the podcast, this pay-per-view was going on, and I'm going, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, we're just going to jump into a few of those matches. John Moxley usually was the guest tag team partner. They took on the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers got the dub. And, man, for one... Yes, for one, New Japan needs to get with the times and get wireless mics and not wire mics because the mics are just going out on Carl Anderson. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm going to tell you that the, the, the freaking report is going to be Dick Togo, uh, you know, stopping the microphone for Carl Anderson talking because Carl Anderson talks a lot of shit on Twitter. <laughs> and nevertheless, God comes down to Gorilla's Destiny and. We have one of the first face-offs of the elite and the, yeah. the Bullet Club, and you can just feel it happening. And what, what do you guys think of that? The possible God versus Good Brothers face-off, ah, uh, the possible elite, shall I say, Bullet Club face-off? What do you guys think about the whole thing? Go ahead. For me, I'm OG Bullet Club all, all the way because because they have a numbers game. Uh huh. And which OG Bullet Club are you talking about, though? There's a lot of them. 
I'm being specific, not just with Prince Devin, but but with Tomatonga and Switchblade. Ah. Mainly those two. Mainly those two. So, wait, did you put Jim Styles in there too? Yeah. yeah. I'm putting AJ in there too. I'm putting AJ in there too. Is that it's already been done in other organizations? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, and I'm talking specifically WWE has a propensity for like doing it you know what I mean right yeah right and the football stuff is one of them mm-hmm. right ah uh, so, yeah I kind of agree with them going back to New Japan and doing that there yeah um yeah. that's because New Japan uh, the Bullet Club news, so like whatever we got in WWE was just like water. Yes. <laughs> water he tried um, but yeah man um, I was excited for it um, I kind of knew that uh, GOD would show up uh, just because I was in a happy hour with uh, the, the Tama Island gang so I just kind of figured um, but um, Kyle Anderson started all this shit if he wasn't talking shit on Twitter to Tama um, and saying that um, he wants to slap him one uh, Tama would probably have not shown up and let it ride out a little bit more but Kyle talked a lot of shit it didn't really happen uh, Tama allowed him to try to like slap him but that didn't work um, but it's gonna be a really nice um I think Tom is going to bring back uh, the Fabian squad, which, you know, if he, if he needs soldiers, I'm down for it. Yeah. And speaking and speaking of Bullet Club, speaking of Bullet Club and the Elite, you know, honestly, for me, I, I'm OG Bullet Club all the way, no, ma- no matter which Bullet Club we're talking about. But, but literally, with, with me and, and, a, and a voice actor, me and a voice actor named Eric Kimmer, shout out to Eric. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. I respect you, and I will help you with your Discord server, the Dub Club, because we are too sweet. Yes, sir. And, yes, we are. And are you guys any independent on uh, independent circuits down there? I should say. Well, I, I mean, I am. I'm, I'm part of like the whole, yeah, I'm part of the whole like independent scene. because yeah. uh, I keep up, I keep up with with some of the indies, but but it's mainly but it's mainly through videos and and stuff like that. Cause, Same here. Cause, yeah, because I usually watch, I usually watch stuff uh, when I get a chance. Right. Look out for people. That- for my team, right? Uh, sure, man. Um, I mean, you can just DM me if you want me on your show. I have like a lot more stories to tell, <laughs> a lot more stuff. <laughs> and you can also get, uh, you know, too sweet on there too. Right, I'm available throughout the weekdays. Uh, you can follow me at the Red Gilbert sixty one on Twitter, and we will definitely get on the ball on that for sure. Cool, cool. Uh, As we, yeah, same here, same here, same here. Ah. Uh, as we move on David yeah. Finley versus Jay White this one yeah, this one was a fun match and this was another one where like wrestling is a funny thing I knew going in okay Jay White is gonna win the match 
But somehow they got me to believe that David Finley was going to win that match multiple times. I believe it. And at the end of the day, and I finally don't do that enough. Yeah, that's why we never have um, James Finley. I always look forward to their matches because each and every single time that they fight, there's a different story in there. It's not the same story that you'll get last time, like you know, in the in, in the New Japan Cup all the way in March. Um, obviously, Switch Finley was like super overconfident, and that's what got him to like lose all of a sudden. And then in this one, it was like uh, David Finley was very frustrated, and you can see that he was frustrated. You can get on his side because everybody has always been against Finley his, his whole entire career. And it's not, it's not because he sucks. He's fucking fantastic. It's just that he hasn't broken out to where, like, he could be that star that he knows he is. There's just right. something holding him back, and I'm not sure what it is. So that match, like, I loved it from start to finish. Um, the story was great in there. Jay was great. Um, and, of course, Jay always attacking, you know, the specific body parts and stuff like that. Yeah. As far as story-wise goes, no one really does it better than, like, Jay and Finley. Yes, they are fantastic storytellers. After and, and, and it's funny, they learned this. They all learned this from their fathers. I mean, you got Taz, his son's getting involved now. Yeah. Uh, and his son's getting involved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santino's daughter is, is getting into the game. It's smart. The children of these legends will get together and form their own, uh, let's say, like Bullet Club or group or what have you, man. Oh, man. It would take off like nobody's business. Yeah. Yeah. Girls club. We need a girls club. We need a girls club. <laughs> we need a girls club. Yeah, talk about Rey Mysterio's daughter. That's JP. Because she's pretty. What I don't understand is the force that Dominic is getting. I kind of almost disagree with it to a certain extent because he really hasn't been there that long. No, he hasn't. The only reason why he is where he, he is is because of his dad. Right. That's because, and it's because of the legacy that not only his father has, but also his godfather has as well. Because of this, because of this, because of this, the, the only other thing is, you know, Dominic is... Is you know it's still a big brain, but at least, but at least he's trying. But at least he's trying. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Something to, to missing to get everything up, to get everything you know done with. But but at least, but at least you know he he's trying to lose with grace sometimes. But but you know he he does he does you know need to fall need to need to at least you know back up a bit. He needs to back up and and try and try to have you know some restraint. Well, he's only six feet tall, guys. I did appreciate the way that they did welcome Dominic into the fold, shall we say. That guy took a lot of kendo strikes, okay? I mean, when when Brock Lesnar just just mauled the the, the little dude, or he's not little, but he just mauled poor Dominic in one of them 
uh, segments. He's six foot one and two hundred pounds. He's not poor anyway. But I, Brock Lesnar is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, the problem is you're all looking at Dominic as if he was uh, if he's still the same child like from the uh, Eddie Guerrero uh, Eddie Guerrero oh. my papi right yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not that kind of dude I'm not that kind of dude I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Dominic I'm looking at Dominic Mysterio aka Prince Mysterio as his own as his own kid as his own as his own you know wrestler Right. I'm also looking at him as as the son of Rey Mysterio, the legitimate son of Rey Mysterio, which you know the only the only reason that Dominic is getting is getting this far in his in his career is not just because of his dad and not just because of the training that he's had with James Lee the Team 3D and, and you know Ray Phoenix. But because it's because, you know, he has that drive and and everybody knows it, but but people are not taking Dominic seriously. Yeah. I, um, look, that's what I was driving at, and I went about it the wrong way. So kudos it's okay. to you, brother. It's okay. Um, we got one more match to hop into from New Japan Resurgence. Hanahashi versus Lance Archer. Uh, United States Championship. Hanahashi. Tana, Hanahashi, my goodness. This? He pulled out a miracle. He pulled out a miracle against he Lance Archer. This was a fun match, man. And uh, I guess Tanahashi hit the frog splash. I wasn't expecting the match to end there, but it ended right there. He picks up the win. And not only that, Archer challenged Tanahashi to come to AEW, and Tanahashi promised that he yeah. would. And I popped for that. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, literally, from my, from my perspective, I definitely, I definitely love, you know, Lance Archer because, you know, I've actually said a Bible verse to, to him uh, one time on Twitter. And, and honestly, and I would I would definitely do it because I sent him to Jeff uh, not too long ago. Uh, but but literally the Bible the Bible thing with 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 Lance Archer and I you know that's prevalent to, to you know us as humans because you know with God's grace and and everything you know we all need to, we, we all need to right. be good Christians and, and everything no, no matter if we're no matter if we're you know a part of jolly old England or or the great state of Canada or even or even the semi great state of the U.S. of A. Right. Ireland, and, yes, exactly. Ireland as well, sir. And uh yeah, Archer is yeah. constitution based. Uh isn't the constitution of the US and Canada based on the Bible kind of thing? Yes, yes it is. It is good, sir. Actually, I just want to say that, you know, America is just sometimes. So yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, so you know, yeah. Just don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, it's very, it's very touchy feely. It's very touchy feely with 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 you know the the, the whole African American slavery thing and the and the Black Lives Matter thing and, and you know how cops are being treated and and all that. I mean, right. That, that whole thing. Is, I mean, but oh, go ahead. Don't worry. 
I agree on that one. I agree on that one. As as we what well, we got We got I said I'm wondering is Lance can somebody explain to me whether Lance Archer was a heel or a face this week? He, 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 oh my god. He was a heel. He, he, he's a face, he's a face in AEW, but but he's like he's like a heel in New Japan. There you go. Do you not think that his credibility they're flipping him too often like that to make Yes. I agree with that. You can't be a face with Jake the Snake in your corner. I gotta, I, 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 I agree with that. You can't be a monster either, like. I, yeah, I remember seeing Jake back in the day, man. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna fantasy book something for you, right? So, Jake, um, if you remember a couple of months ago, there was a um, a promo where Lance Archer literally tore the T-shirt off Jake's back. There was there was one or two promos that almost looked like elder abuse that he was kind of pushing him around the place. So my fantasy booking is Archer's going to be out there some someday uh, having won a big match. Jake is going to turn around, and when Archer turns his back, the artist formerly known as Braun Strowman, Adam Sherr, comes into the ring with a bike and a snake on his shoulder. And he's going to beat Lance Archer down, and Jake is going to say, "This is the protege I wanted, not the one I got." Mm, that And then you have your your booking there straight away. You have Braun Strowman, big fights Lance Armstrong, and Jake Snake is the evil uh, spokesperson. There you go. Yeah, that, that would be very interesting. Not, I'm not being a dick or anything, but the name KD Quinn is bringing a bell here, and I'm trying to figure out from where. Uh, there's a lot of people called the same name. Yeah. Uh, well, that would do it. Then. That would do it. <laughs> there is. I, I doubt very much we know each other. Seeing as I'm in Cork in, in the Republic of Ireland, and you are. Where are you? I'm in. I'm in Canada. Yeah, I don't know very much there are paths across, but there is there is an American um, American football player called JP Quinn. Yeah. Wrestler. No, no, there was a John Quinn wrestler though in the nineteen fifties. Oh wow. Uh, John Quinn was his name. Yeah, yeah. He was. From, well. Uh, Pl- Plusky P or uh, Plusky is that Plusky P is that how you pronounce it? Well, yeah, that's where you're going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on to one. Uh, hmm. Let's do two more topics and then we're out of here. Um, CM Punk will possibly be debuting on Rampage. Like, it, let me tell y'all something. If CM Punk don't, if we get through that one out. And CM Punk don't show up, Tony Khan needs to go on witness protection. Because yes. it's gonna be outrage. Actually, hold up. If, if that happens, we Tony Khan 
that to happen i would want hangman to be adam page for the title and then i love to see a daniel bryan or brian Danielson versus omega um, i'd like to see another version of uh brian danielson and cm Paul. i won't put them against each other i think the whole point of bringing them in is to build up the younger people so why would you put two guys from a different era against each other or would you get much more out of the likes of Anderson against the likes of MJF or Punk against Harvey Allen. Uh, I mean, we don't need to see the same stuff we've seen before on the other channel. What you need to see is variations of these people coming in, fighting the, the homegrown uh, fighters. The Chicago Bears played the Miami Dolphins the other night, and the NFL Network, Adam Rank, doing commentary on it, announced during the middle of the game, he said that. Chicago Bears rookie quarterback Justin Fields' debut was the most anticipated debut in Chicago until that is Friday night when CM Punk shows up in AEW. <laughs> they're all they're all talking about it, and you know what? I kind of wish we didn't know. Like, had we not known that CM Punk was showing up, when he would have just showed up. My yeah. God! But they want—they want, want people to know because I think they want to—they want to get close to the SmackDown rating, if not more. Right. Just like, just like with Raven, just like with Raven, uh, a couple of years ago, just like with Raven, a couple of years ago, when when he showed up, when he showed up in AEW. Right. He was in the crowd. I miss Raven. Oh, me too. Me too, I'm man. Too. Um, I was gonna mention that um, AEW um has been playing with us the whole entire time with all like the little hints and dropping and stuff like that. But we gotta remember the the freaking dirt sheets are the one that started the rumor. Right. Uh, if, if AEW is not gonna confirm or deny, we gotta blame the dirt sheets and take them to the court too. Yes, I, I gotta agree. You know, you know what things like. What's your chief we talking about? Nils and 
spreadsheets that people love to go to for any little freaking detail that like whether it's a lie or not like you know Mrs. Morrison imagine taking him to the Twitter court hey Mrs. Morrison <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, the, the, the weird thing is, the weird thing is that I've been a part of the, uh, the, uh, the Twitter court thing, the Twitter court thing before, but, but that was with, uh, one of the, one of the guys, uh, with Tasha Steele and, and D'Lo Brown and, and, uh, and Big Swan. Faye. That, that was the one that I was a part of. And, and is that Faye and, Jackson? NXT. It feels like you, you uh, like. Go ahead. I was gonna say we could do a mock trial. We could do we could do a better, the best voice. You're fired. We could just fight. Yeah. I can actually get. I can actually get my buddy. I can actually get my buddy Harper and Nigma on that and. Well, nevertheless, well, never. If it's Tony Khan or Vince McMahon, I'm a part of the prosecution. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, 
guess that's the uh, final topic of the week. Uh, also on the side note, also on the side note, before we close out, we have we have breaking news in the anime in the anime industry with with Funimation and Sony finalizing the acquisition of Crunchyroll, and people are freaking pissed. And I'm saying this within the anime community as 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 a as a fan of the anime community. I'm kind of indifferent about the whole thing because literally I know the changes of script writing or lines and and all that stuff will, ha- will keep on happening because of, because of the political side of everything. What are the, 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 the biggest changes with, with that acquisition that, that, that'll take place? Mm-hmm. In, your, in your opinion, what will be the biggest changes? The biggest changes will have to be not just the script writing, but it'll also have to be the dialogue changes as well. Because everybody begins, everybody is you know kind of kind of saying that it's it's a bad idea, it's a bad idea for for you know Funimation to for Funimation and Sony to to do dialogue changes and raise and raise the prices for you know their their, their subdivision and everything. But but literally, most people have to look at the bright side of this. And even though we, even though we're getting a lot of a lot more anime out of this, and a lot more studios are getting involved because of it, we're getting we're getting a right. lot more studios involved. But but not just not just Aniplex, not just Studio Opolis, not just Sentai, but 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 yes, just those two major ones, which is Studio Opolis and 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 Aniplex. You know, those two those two recording studios, those two studios in and of itself. That record, you know, Naruto and and even and even Kill a Kill. It's like it's like everybody's like everybody is is trying is trying to is trying to defend you know Funimation because because of what they're doing because of My Hero Academia, right? Know, because of because of you know Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, you know the series after after the political stunt that they pulled back in 2016, and and everybody and everybody was. Was you know still trying to go over go over this problem with you know with the Vic situation and everybody and everybody was like and everybody and everybody like like you know my friends from from Robo Night shout out to him to to my buddy Zero shout out to him it's like yeah. those two it's like those two guys couldn't keep couldn't keep their mouth shut about this Vic problem and and really. Everybody in front of me were trying to sweep this under the rug, and they're still trying to sweep this under the rug, including with the Todd situation as well. But but Todd still, but Todd Habercord is still getting, is still getting roles. He's he's still he's still going to conventions. But but everybody's like you know everybody's trying to say everybody's trying to save face with with this whole thing. Right. But but I but I've been friends, but I've been friends with some of these voice actors like like meeting them and being all nice. But, but in all honesty, for, for the fans out there, for the fans of, of anime, just just don't. Just don't get involved with these voice actors because you know, you know for a fact that you're going to get disappointed whether or not because if you start, if you start drama with them, if you start drama with them, then, then that's on you. Right. I don't. Right. Uh, and to that point, man, um, new acquisition and man, I'll tell you this much. 
I, I gotta hop into next week so to we, so we do the anime corner. I got to hop into for your eternity that anime. I gotta catch up to where you are so that next week we can talk about some episodes on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I have a question before we go? Yes. Go Coming back to wrestling, we're on episode 125. Yes. Yeah, has, has anybody found me a decent uh, Rey Mysterio match yet? Oh, oh crap! I keep forgetting! I am because there's not, <laughs> not one that stands out in your mind that you could use. Oh, Ray Mysterio Eddie is is one that that's just the all time classic. Yeah. Oh, oh. What, what about what about the uh, what about the mentioning death match between between Ray Mysterio and Sikosis? Oh, dude. Another one. I'm gonna watch both those matches. Oh yes. You never seen Ray Mysterio Eddie at, at Halloween Havoc? I tell you what, you, what you do right is you tweet me tweet me those matches the years I watch them. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, that is it for episode 125. We'll be back next Thursday. The landscape of wrestling could be completely different by the time we're here next week. I cannot wait. So thank you guys for coming through. And uh, I'll at you guys whenever I post this on Twitter. But I'll be thanks to you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Hey, man, the door is always open every week. If you want to come in, we're always around the same time. Have a good week, guys. God bless. All right. Yeah, Keep walking, everybody. All right. Take care.